Welcome to the Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580, where we bring you the latest in entertainment news, trending topics, and interviews. I am your host, Robin Ayers. Happy to be with you always, Monday through Friday, 6 to 7 p.m. On your drive home, stuck in traffic, or at home already watching us uh, live. It's always a pleasure to be with you. You're always welcome to give us a call. You can do that by calling 1-800-920-1580. You can also watch us right now because it's already popping. I can see. You can do that by going over to YouTube, typing in KBLA 1580. You can watch me live right now. Join in on the chat. Don't just sit there. Join in on the chat. But you know what? I realized that in order to do that, you actually have to log in. You have to log in. So if you can do that, you can feel free to join into the chat as well. While you are there on the internet, feel free to follow all of our social media platforms at KBLA 1580. Follow me at Robin Ayers. <laughs> you can do that too. I love talking to you guys. I love meeting new people. And then especially when I find out that you are one of our listeners, um, that's always exciting because you know what's so funny about all of you guys? <laughs> well, most of you guys, you have all these different aliases on here. You'll have a different alias on Instagram, on Twitter. And so then you'll hit me up like, hey, it's me. And I'm like, I don't know which one of your aliases this is. But nonetheless, it's still always a pleasure to learn who you actually are. So feel free to chat with me and I will chat back. Uh, listen, guys, uh, it's really unfortunate. I heard that Netflix is canceling DVDs. But first of all, I didn't know that Netflix still had DVDs. Uh, it's really a thing. Do y'all remember that? Do you remember when Netflix actually, you know, sent out the DVDs to you that that was an actual thing that used to happen? And apparently it's a it's still happening in over a million dollar business per year with Netflix. But unfortunately, they just announced that they're going to be cutting that portion of the business. Uh, I don't know if that affects you or not, but join us. Join us, the, the multitude over here who are streamers. We Netflix, uh, we stream on Netflix, and it is very, very easy and fun to do. Let me know. Are you one of those people who used to order DVDs from Netflix? Do you still order DVDs in Netflix? Go ahead and answer that for me over in the poll. Good to see you all. I see you chiming in. Uh, we are definitely looking forward to having a great show today. Let's go ahead and get into the Raw Report. Andy, let's drop it. Now it's time for a breakdown. The breakdown is Carisha, Young Miami. We know that uh, she wants to change the way she talks. She's a rapper, if you didn't know. Young Miami is a rapper uh, from the City Girls group. And she has a Miami slang. And she's like, listen, I think it's time for me to change this because she's looking to do some big, big things in her career. So we'll talk about that and talk about why she actually wants to change the way that she talks. Also, 24-year-old Spanish Moroccan football player Akrif Hakimi and his estranged wife are going through it. But here's the thing. Let me tell you why this story is getting both criticism and praise. Uh, she has found out that all of his assets are not in his name. She's filing, filing for divorce after five years. 
after uh, three years, actually, they've been together five. They have a couple of kids together. She's filing for divorce, but realized that all of his assets are not in his name after she tried to get him for half of his money. We will tell you where those earnings are, (laughs) where those assets are. Uh, We are also going to talk about OJ Simpson, who was like, listen, I am going to clarify some things. Uh, We all know the very famous song that Jay-Z put out, the story of OJ. OJ wants to clarify now. He wants to talk about where Jay-Z got it wrong. So we'll talk about that. Also, Romeo, who is the former member of um, Immature, He has responded to that also hot topic that we were talking about yesterday with Marcus Houston. Y'all, that topic was so heated. I took that over to Instagram. I took it over to Twitter uh, as well as TikTok. And everybody is going in one way or the other. And so we'll leave that alone. But we'll piggyback off of it by talking about what Romeo has to say. He feels like, listen, this is my former group mate. I have to go ahead and speak on what's going on. So we'll talk about all of that with one of our incredible entertainment contributors that we have today, TK Trinidad. We're going to go ahead and bring her over on the other side. You are listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Stay right there. Hey, I'm Damian Young. I'm chilling with Robin on The Raw Report. You're inside The Raw Report with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. Giving you your daily dose of entertainment and celebrity news. You're inside the Robert the Report. Report with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. Well, let's go ahead and jump right on into this. We got a lot to talk about. Uh, let's bring in our entertainment contributor of the day. You know her as one of the contributors and writer and uh, host over there at the Jasmine brand, TK Trinidad. Hello and welcome back to the Rob Report. Hey, hey, happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday to you as well. Um, TK, I don't know if, if, if we ever, if we had this problem last time we spoke, but I'm battling um, allergies right now. Is it bothering you in this season or are you doing all right? Um, I didn't have allergies. I actually got a cold. I was at WrestleMania, I think like three weeks ago. And there's just like a lot of people. And so the cold went away in about two or three days. But mm. um, my voice was in and out for about a week and a half. So... I think today is like tomorrow I might actually be able to have like my full voice. I'm at like 99% right now. Oh, okay. 99 is good. 99 is good. Okay. We'll take that for the raw report. (laughs) You know, your voice (laughs) knew your voice knew we needed you for the raw report. So he was like, let me get it together real quick. (laughs) that part definitely i'm glad to have you here with us uh i want to jump into this story just because it's such a a a big one um and and again it's receiving both criticism and praise you know 24 year old spanish moroccan football player akraf hakimi and his estranged wife hiba abuk are calling it quits they are getting a divorce after three years of marriage five years of being together they have a couple of kids together She's 12 years his senior. Here's what's interesting, though. Uh, 
after trying to go through with this divorce, she discovered her and her attorneys discovered that all basically all about 80 percent of his assets are in his mother's name. All of his properties, all of his his cars, his clothes, jewelry, millions of dollars in salary, all in his mother's name. So she is not able to get any of those uh, funds. Tell me your initial thoughts about this and uh, and we'll go from there. Um, I mean, I'm nosy, so I don't know <laughs> how you could be in a relationship for five years and like your finances are not together or even some of the checks are not together. Like, you know, the houses, the cars, like if you're living together, you know, are you not seeing the bills? Mm. Like, it's kind of like, you know, or is that rich people problem? She doesn't bother to look <laughs> at it. And if that's the case, then, you know, or I kind of feel like the mom peeped it and like, nah, we're This is the game plan just in case. Like I'm your, um, I'm your safety net. Mm. So, you know, I, I'm I, like, I feel like the mom and, or maybe him, they were like, I don't know. There is some like, I love her, but there might be like a five to 10%. Like I've seen when she's angry type thing. And let me protect <laughs> myself just in case. Very possible. That. That is actually the very first time I've heard of something like this. Marcus Atkins over in YouTube says he was smart and thought ahead. We don't know what the plan was. We don't know if that came from his mother or if that came from him. But he's only 24. So his mom was probably thinking like, listen, you trust me as your mom, which, by the way, is a blessing because there are plenty of players, celebrities, people who have uh, worked their way to uh, a great income who don't necessarily trust their parents. So that's a blessing in right. and of itself that he can trust mm -hmm. his mom that way. But to put basically 80%, so he was obviously clever enough to bring that 20% home to where his wife could see, you know, that it was maybe that that's what they were living off of perhaps. But personally, it made me think how many times have we seen a lot of ball players, um, specifically because women really go after these ball players with a vengeance, and they're like, "I'm going to have a baby with him," and it's going to be sort of an easy come up. And so I thought when I saw this story, how brilliant that was. So I'm probably one of the people who are praising this story. The question is, is that something that a lot of these people should start to implement in their own lives? Um, I mean, it's definitely, you You always want to protect yourself. Like, I think beyond, you know, the wife getting, trying to get half, um, you know, are the kids taken care of? Mm -hmm. Like, if he's taking care of his kids and he's paying out what he thinks they need, um, and then she has to go and get a job or whatever, then, you know, cool. But if he's, like, leaving his kids high and dry, then that's, you know, not a, that's a, that's a problem. Yeah, no, I and agree. And then also, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if they were and they were dating for five years, it's like where was he in his career before he met her? Like, was he already at the top of his game and he was already making a lot of money, mm -hmm. or was she there from the very beginning? Mm -hmm. So you know, not to say you know you were there from the very beginning. I did all the hard work. I need to get half, but it's just kind of it's a little bit different when you know you're there as the the you know the the infancy stages of her career. So th yeah. that has to take into consideration. But I honestly. Um, think especially when you're dealing with that that much money um you know you 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 need to protect yourself mm -hmm. um you know it's 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 unfortunate um but the divorce rate is you know pretty high 
Um, People are, you know, married for two, three, four years. I mean, I sometimes I wish like, can I get my gift back? Like two years is like not. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, I I mean, I, I feel like it was a smart move and I think the mom knew what was up. Well, exactly. Uh, I think that people in YouTube right now and people who are listening agree with you. Yolanda Shaw says mom knows best. And uh, specifically talking about his money, we're talking about $24 million uh, in U.S. dollars. That would equate to U.S. dollars there over in Europe. But um, that's a fortune. And she's trying to get half of that. So I... I do agree that she gave him two children. She is entitled to something, even if it's just taking care of his children, but not necessarily Mm -hmm. half. And I'm not the only one who thinks that. Uh, Rapper uh, Steflon Don, she chimed in and said, listen, uh, she doesn't think that women should be entitled to half of a man's earnings if she didn't struggle with him. So similar to what you're saying, uh, there is that to consider. Were you there from the very beginning? Were you there through the blood, sweat and the tears to even deserve or, or how we had this whole conversation uh, when it came to Gary Owen and his now ex-wife Kenya, where people were trying to decide, does Kenya, should she be allowed to uh, get some of his earnings? And she was with him year for 20 plus years. They had multiple right. children together and people were saying she's not entitled to that. And I'm like, well, listen, someone had to be the one who was alleviating a lot of the stresses for him, a lot of the day to day activities for him, such as raising the kids, such as cooking, cleaning, things like that, so that he can focus on what brought in the, the dollars. Right. So similarly, in this situation, she was there with two children for five years. She was there, the wife, the ex-wife we're talking about. But uh, she wasn't necessarily there when he was putting in the blood, sweat, and tears to, uh, you know, on the trajectory of his career. So I'm not quite sure that she deserves half of his money. But I can tell you they were smart about how they hid that money. And also, we know that Jalen Hurts, Uh, The Philadelphia Eagles player, Jalen Hurts, he just made history uh, as the highest played NFL player. And he just inked a deal for five years, earning $255 million, including $179 million. That's guaranteed. That comes from ESPN. By the way, shout out to his agent, Nicole Lynn, and his all-female management Mm -hmm. team that made this happen. Mm -hmm. All-female. I love that. Um, But he also just confirmed that he's spoken for. He's uh, just he's he's coming out now with his rumored girlfriend. Her name is Brianna Burroughs. And so situations like this, I don't know the background. I don't know how long they've been together, but he's really just now kind of announcing it. Is this something that perhaps Jalen should look into? Hiding well, we that have money. to remember, too, mm-hmm. with 24 million or 250 million, whatever, we're, we're, we're not taking into account taxes. We're not taking sure. into account um, you know, your your bookkeeper, your agent, your manager, um, all the things. So that $24 million, I mean, you could just, like, look at your check and how much the government takes out of your check. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. when they give you these numbers, we're not taking into account all the, all the things that come out before you even buy the, like, the house, the car, all sure. the things. So that's, that's one thing. And I think I saw a comment on YouTube talking about if the wife can get a house in the car. I, with, with these divorce proceedings... Mm-hmm. 
they will um, allocate a certain amount of money to take care of the, 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 the wife and the children as far as the necessities they need. Mm-hmm. She's wanting half. That's a, that, those are two different things. Yes. I don't think that um, given the fact that she has two kids that she's not going to get any money, mm-hmm. but she's wanting half. And that's what people don't necessarily, you know, take into account. And then you're still taking into account taxes and all the governmental stuff and yes. all the people. So it's like, you know, she takes half there. You take the taxes out. He still has to pay his people. She's, you know what I'm saying? So it's, there's, there's a lot of little nuances there mm-hmm. that we're not taking into account. It doesn't, I mean, obviously, you know, I just heard of his name today, yeah. but just on the, the fairness scale, um, I don't think that, you know, she's not getting anything unless she did something super shady mm-hmm. where it's just kind of right. like, you know, the, the, all the dramas and all the reality shows and all the, you know, soap opera versions you can think of. Unless mm-hmm. she did something super shady, that's where it will get kind of messy. But if it's just like, no, we're not, it's not, it's not working. Yeah. Then it's, it's a little different. Well, this seems like a split decision here. Um, I know a few people may think that he was smart and that he uh, was thinking ahead quite possibly. I too say, listen, if you knew something was up with the wife, maybe that you didn't trust her 100%, I think that that was a smart way to go. I don't know why you would marry someone that you didn't trust like that, but that's a whole nother story. Um, And then you have (laughs) Mimi over here who's saying, listen, she's entitled to something. Uh, She also, um, Yolanda Shaw says uh, they should. This is why you live with someone who is equally yoked to you. We have a lot of scammers out here. That's very true. Also, uh, Pretty Brown Mimi says, I hope this doesn't catch on in America. (laughs) Don't hide money. I feel like this story getting out is probably going to give a lot of people some ideas, especially these uh, these athletes. We don't know. We don't know where it's going to go. But uh, if I hear some updates on it, you know, I'm going to bring it to the Rob Report. So uh, let's go ahead and move on briefly and talk about uh, Carisha, Young Miami. Young Miami is. A trendsetter. She is from Miami and she has a Miami slang. Recently, social media put out all the different words that she's credited with trending, right? She created these words or a way to say these words that really caught on in the culture. So with that being said, she's a rapper, but she's now making her way into the uh, to the acting game. Great for her. She also says she wants to do a lot more. She has a uh talk show called Carisha Please. People are calling her the next Oprah. Slow down, y'all. Slow down. (laughs) I'm not hating on her, though. I want her to get her money. I want her to succeed. But she says that she needs, she wants to change the way that she talks. She wants to speak a little bit differently now because her voice is obviously very noticeable. Uh, What do you think about that? Are people going to let her, are they going to support her in this decision of, of hers? Well, I mean, I think it depends on where um, where and when she changes it up. I mean, I think a lot of us, you know, being in corporate or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, you have a certain type of code switching. Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe she hasn't code switched and she had the luxury of not. Um, I, don't, I don't know. Code switching is depending on who you talk to. People are like, nah, I'm not code switching for anybody. Some people like, you know, in order to make things happen, you code switch. Um, so it really just depends on, you know, what she's trying to do with that. Mm-hmm. Meaning that if she's trying to 
you know, broker deals and, you know, do television shows and, you know, develop a company and you need those resources, additional funding and capital and stuff like that. She wants to be in those boardrooms. Mm-hmm. Then that's where it would come into play. Um, Cause she's, you know, given the fact that she's hanging around with, um, with um, Sean Combs, it's kind of like, maybe she wants to do those CEO, CEO vibes and you need to be able to understand what people are saying and then also be able to, you know, have a conversation with them. If she's just talking about, you know, when she does interviews and she's going to switch it up and talk with a, you know, a quote unquote proper accent, then like, do you? I don't think society is going to really accept that. Mm. Um, but, you know, it's it's it really just dep- it depends. It depends on her. Um, but I'm kind of grasping that she just had the and I say luxury mm-hmm. that she didn't need to code switch. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, versus, you know, a lot of us who, you know, when we end up and uh, start in the job market, we have to code switch. Yeah. It's just, you know, so, I mean, if she's talking like that, then yes. If she's talking about like, you know, like she's going to do the Madonna thing and now talk with a random English accent. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to buy that. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, I, I do support her in this. I, I wish the best for her. It really does shock me that a lot of people want to hold you to how they were first introduced to you and that has a lot to do with just their comfortability right people don't want you to go anywhere outside of that box that they initially put you in she says in an interview uh that basically people don't understand it her her slang her miami uh slang she calls it and she says that uh she said they take it as being like illiterate or not being able to talk properly. And she says she always thinks about it and she thinks she's going to do it. She thinks she's going to do it in terms of like changing up her the way that she speaks, but she never falls through with it. But everybody, from what it seems, is supporting her. They, uh, they're they telling her, listen, get a vocal coach. And if British actors can do it, so, she, so can she. If you can change the way sure. you talk and put a lot of focus on that, you could actually uh, change that up. I'm hoping the best for her because... It's unfortunate you start a career in a particular way. Cardi B is another one. You know, what happens to Cardi B when she know? Listen, Cardi B is going to be fine, probably financially for the rest of her life. I'm sure of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, If she's making wise decisions and have a great, you know, financial advisor. But if she didn't and she wanted to stop rapping at age, you know, 40 something, what do they do? And so because we know Cardi B to be a certain way and we know Carisha and other people to be a certain way, it sort of does put them in this box. And when they try to evolve into something else or someone else, people unfortunately don't want to get behind them and support them. But it does look like she has a lot of support. So we'll see where Carisha goes with this. Even the fact that she doesn't want to be called Young Miami anymore. She wants to be called Carisha. I I like that. Uh, So good for her. We are going to go ahead and get to some news, traffic, and sports. But when we come forward, we're going to break down the rest of these conversations that are oh so good with our contributor today, TK Trinidad. You are listening to KBLA Talk 1580. Stay there. Hey, what's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Lil Real. Right now, I'm hanging out with Robin on The Raw Report. More of of The Raw Report with Robin Ayers when we come forward. I'm not black, I'm OJ. Okay. You're inside The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. 
If you are just joining us right now, we were breaking down some hot topics for you today, talking about a Spanish-Moroccan football player who is divorcing his wife, and she is seeking half of his money, but it's not there because all of those assets are in his mother's name. We're also talking about Carisha, young Miami, who wants to change the way that she speaks because she says people think that she's illiterate, and she's trying to do big and better things with her career. We are wishing her well. But listen, you heard that song right there. You know, that very famous, uh, the story of OJ that Andy was knocking in there. That very famous lyric that says, I'm not black, I'm OJ. Okay. (laughs) Well, listen, it's so funny. We got to get TK Trinidad back in here so we can break down this topic. But you know... Finally, O.J. Simpson is clarifying the statement. He wants to give his his input because he says Jay-Z didn't say it right. Let's go ahead and take a listen to this video clip. Yo, O.J. Yeah. I want to ask you, what do you think about that line when Jay-Z said, I'm not, I'm not black, I'm O.J.? Well, first of all, he didn't say it right. When Johnny was talking to me about it and all he was going on is black, 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 I said, man, being black this is me this is about oj yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know it wasn't about uh it wasn't about black or white it was, it was about these guys were after me yeah <laughs> <laughs> so uh that that's how that was expressed it wasn't you know i'm not black it was like this ain't about being black it's about me okay well, listen, it, it's it's for the culture now. Jay-Z went ahead and writ, wrote those lyrics. It's definitely for the culture. And just to be clear, Jay-Z says about those lyrics, he says, we tend to, as black people, because we've never had anything, which is understandable, we get to a place where we think we are we separate ourselves from the culture. And he believed that that's what O.J. was saying when he said, I'm not black, I'm O.J. Now, here is O.J. Simpson finally all these years later clarifying what he was saying. In fact, uh, T.K., give me your thoughts. Is this is this like too bad that this is going down in history? We have such a disparity in what they're uh, with. What they both mean, Uh, OJ is actually giving us facts, but Jay-Z, he wrote the song, and now that song is out here for the culture. What are your thoughts? Um, Oh, God, OJ. Um, (laughs) I mean, if you watch the the documentary, I think there are like two or three different documentaries on him. Um, up in before you know the allegations and the murder happened, there were certain things that he said and how he distanced himself from the culture prior to that. Mm. Um, and then you can also look like when you can also look at when he was bef- uh, before he actually went to jail when he was um, he the conviction didn't happen. He got free. Um, he went to Florida and. During the process, he was, you know, in the culture and he was hanging around with a lot of black folks. Then he moved to Florida and was hanging around with all these white people. And then he went to Vegas and did some dumbish. Um, it's it's just kind of like you can't take away your skin color. Mm. Um, it, you know, people are for for every person who says they're colorblind, it's just, it's no, like they yeah. dogs see black and white. Um, so you know, for him to say that. You know, it's you know, putting almost putting it in a different world. Like if he were a white football player, which we've seen, not necessarily get away with murder, but we've seen white football players do some crazy stuff, and you don't even hear about it. It's like one blip in the news. Then you have somebody do, you know, a black uh, athlete do something that's not even close to that. You know, if you look at Michael Vick, it's a wrap. 
So, you know, for him to say that, yes, I get it, it's about your life and, you know, your life will be taken away if you're convicted, but you also have to look at the time that it happened and everything else that was going on. And he had the luxury of not having to do that because of his wealth and who he was and all the things. Hmm. Well, listen, uh, Deborah Chicoa says OJ has always been a narcissist. Uh, very funny that we would... We would put it that way. It's very interesting how we have him saying, although I do understand his point, if that is, in fact, what he was saying. Listen, I'm not it's not about black, black, black. This is just about me, OJ. So I'm not black. I'm OJ. Right. But it it does have a certain meaning when you put uh, the spin on it that that Jay-Z did. And in fact, it's a reference to the idea that wealth notoriety and fame can transcend race and just like he said we get to a place sometimes where we feel like I think just in general just as a society we see it now all the time people who are living in the meaning of what Jay-Z wrote where they make all this money they we see it I've talked about it here on the raw report you know when these rappers and athletes and these rich people feel like they can do things and say things without any consequences because they at some point separate themselves from from race and they think that money can replace that you see what i'm saying and so uh in that sense i think uh i i I stand with what jay-z wrote okay i stand with it even though jay uh excuse me oj simpson is saying he didn't get it right i stand with what jay-z wrote yeah i mean i think you know oj is gonna see from his perspective, like before everything went down, like OJ was doing movies, he was in all the major commercials. And this was at a time that like it, today in today's society, hip hop is a part of the culture. OJ, mm-hmm. when he was like doing his thing, like he was like one of the only two black guys that were, that was doing all the commercials that was doing, it was like yeah. him and Jim Brown, I think. Yeah. So, you know, when you, when you put that into that perspective and you're, all you're seeing is just you, then of course you're going to, you know, and then you have people catering to him. It's, 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 it's a lot of, a lot of different things. And again, I, I, I use the word luxury. He had the luxury of being able to live that way mm-hmm. until he got caught. But even after he, like, even if you heard his stories while he was in jail, that was like a cakewalk for him. So, you know, yeah. with OJ being OJ, it's a totally different life from, you know, Keisha on the block. Mm. Yeah, I agree with you. Fahima Sex says that song came out in 2019. OJ should have a seat. All right. <laughs> uh, I agree. Well, like I said, I'm going to stand with the interpretation that Jay-Z wrote about. I'm going to stand with that regardless of what OJ Simpson said it really meant. Okay, let's go ahead and move on uh, to this topic. TK, I don't know if you listened at all yesterday, but it got heated when we were talking about Marcus Houston and the comment that he made, which I'm I'm sure you've seen. Uh, He was in an interview talking about the fact that single women with children were a red flag for him and also women with attitudes were a red flag for him. Well, so many people had so many things to say about it on social media because I took it from our conversation here and I put it all on social media. Well, now his former member of immature Rome is speaking up. He came out with a statement that says it's unfortunate that in the moment of mourning and uh, grieving my brother, I would have to speak on statements that I do not agree with. But as a member of immature, 
I would like to extend uh, my serious apologies in regards to the insensitive statements made by my former group member, Marcus Houston. We were raised by a tribe of strong, independent women who faced hardships we will never fully understand. Women today have enough battles to endure, including the policing of their bodies, equal pay in the workplace, and beauty standards. It is never okay to degrade one group of women in order to praise another. He's talking about that whole idea that Marcus Houston says if he if he married a 41-year-old woman, it would have been disastrous. So he went ahead and married a, a woman who was 19 years old. She doesn't have any baggage, quote-unquote, according to him, emotional baggage, children, or anything like that, which they now have one together. But... Uh, we had a big, big battle about that. Where do you stand uh, <laughs> in that whole conversation? Just give me your your brief uh, over uh, overtone of what you what you think. I mean, look, he's entitled to his opinion. Do I agree with it? No, but you know, he's gonna live. He's gonna live his life. And then, honestly, that's not a thought. That's just his. Like I've heard plenty of men say that. Plenty of men who have kids on their of their own. That's like, oh, I don't want to date women who have kids, but they have kids. So <laughs> yes. it's not a. It's this is not a new thing. And then also to take it back, like my grandmother, her husband when she married him, he was in his thirties, and I think she was nineteen. And again, she was she she passed away when she was ninety two. Mm. Different our era, wow. but at one point the age difference was that that was the norm. So mm -hmm. if she's if the wife is happy and you know if she comes out later and says she's not, then I guess. But they've been married for a long time. So yeah. like the fact that he's coming out and speaking about it, okay, you know maybe he's he's doing a lot of movies and stuff on Tubi. Maybe he's drawing attention for that. I don't know. <laughs> but it's just kind of like some sometimes it's just like why why should we care? We all have our own opinions. Men are going to date whoever. Men and women are going to date whatever their preferences are. Um, and if his preferences, younger people, if you look at Leonardo DiCaprio, like, do do you. Yeah, there, as there long are a bunch of. Not illegal. Absolutely. There are a bunch of people, uh, examples that are out there of large age gaps, right? And just to let you know, Andy is in here completely agreeing with you. Uh, <laughs> he says, you got all net on that one. I'm going to say this and just leave it alone. I definitely uh, hear the point. Everybody has their preferences and things like that. It's funny, though, when you hear people say certain things, how it'll trigger you. I know a lot of single single women who have children who are all in that situation for a variety of reasons. And they're brilliant, educated, have careers. They are fantastic women who you can't necessarily label a red flag just because that's what you were taught. Not necessarily from your own experience, but that's what you were taught, which Marcus Houston has said. So that's where I stand on that. You can have a preference all day, all day, but a preference is really in regards to you and your thoughts, your desires. I prefer, but it also leaves space and, and a gap for you to still possibly choose someone. But when you say a red flag, you are labeling someone as, as if it is their fault, and that's the problem that I have with that. So... We're going to leave that one alone, but I appreciate Rome for going ahead, for, for making a statement, uh, taking up for those women and older women in general. So, uh, and definitely thank you, TK. I appreciate all of your insight. Let everybody know where they can find you online, TK. Uh, you can find me on all the things everywhere at TK Trinidad. 
So wonderful having you on. Thank you so much. And I'm looking forward to talking to you again on The Raw Report. Enjoy the rest of your night. All right. Thanks for having me. Have a good one. Thank you. When we come forward, we got your who's got next. And we've also got your what not to miss on the other side. You are listening to KBLA Talk 1580. Stay there. Yo, what's going on? It's your boy Eric Bellinger hanging out right here with my family at The Raw Report. Keep it locked. You're inside The Raw Report with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. Giving you your daily dose of entertainment and celebrity news. You're inside The Raw Report Report. with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. Well, let's go ahead and jump right into it. This guy, so cool. He's so down to earth. Uh, A friend of mine on social media, I've been following him for years. We've been following each other for years. But uh, besides that, his music is actually really, really good. If you listen to gospel rap at all, this guy is it. You'll see him on all the streaming platforms. His name is Bizzle. Let's go ahead and jump right into this song right here called No Hate. Over money on my whole team I bang out like your shoe is my OG And I don't really know how to be low-key Logo on my chest like what it do We done followers of Christ, homie, what it do And if you're not one, we can still kick it But I might preach to you, I'm just being real with it Christ said you gotta love them when they front too Your love measured by the hate you can love through And if Christ at the cross for the same Was to put him there and die for his killers He can love you, he the boss I be on my jail. The way I do it, got a maiming in my halo. The truth hurt, but it do work. Until you met him, you can never know your true worth. I keep it 100. Some of y'all love it, some of y'all don't, but I ain't finna change nothing. G O M, we gon' keep it coming. If it's hating, you the only one that does it. Homie, you can hate me, but you ain't get no hate back. You get no hate back. Homie, you can hate me, but you ain't get no hate back. Cause all the hating in the world won't make me a hater. In the world won't make me a hater. With a flaw, I'm finna see the light. I was raised in the dark, but he came for the loss and he paid on the cross. I'm a servant of the king and I bang for the cause. You say you ain't a Christian, alright, cool. And you can't rock with it cause it's not true. But game rock red, snoop rock blue. You ain't never bang in your life, but you got two. Just saying, y'all be acting funny though. First time I hate cause I'm broke and my money low. Find out I made a couple hundred on a loan that they like so. I thought it was God over money though. Hate it when I'm paid, hate it when I'm broke They hating on my faith, hating on my folk See them drown in the middle of the ocean When you pull up, they be hating on your boat Homie, you can hate me, but you ain't getting no hate back You get no hate back Homie, you can hate me, but you ain't getting no hate back Cause all the hating in the world won't make me a hater Hater, 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 hater All the hating in the world won't make me a hater Hater, 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 hater All the hating in the world Oh yeah, Bizzle. Come through, Bizzle. (laughs) That's called No Hate. Yeah, Marcus. I agree with you, Marcus. Marcus says that can be played in the clubs instead of all. (laughs) No, seriously. Bizzle goes hard. 
uh, definitely something that and I love it too. I love when you you have gospel rappers. I don't even know if that's what you call it, gospel rappers. But he uh, he is the CEO of God Over Money. He's a rapper. He has done uh, a lot in the music industry. But definitely take a listen to him, Bizzle. Uh, yeah, he's got a lot of he's got a lot of great songs, a lot of great songs. So definitely feel free to follow him. It's, it's simple, Bizzle. I put that over in the uh, YouTube chat. B i z z l e. Let's go ahead and jump right into what I do not want you to miss. I'm actually very excited for this one. Uh, this is coming out this Friday, the 21st. The movie is called Chevalier. Oh, it is said to be the the true untold story. Uh, there is an illegitimate son of an African slave and a French plantation owner. Okay, already sounds like something that I want to see. If you look at it, I don't know if you were into Bridgerton, but it's giving it's giving Bridgerton. Uh, but basically, he's uh, he rises to improbable heights in French society as a celebrated violinist, composer and fencer, complete with a love affair and falling out with Marie Antoinette. OK, this has got everything that I want to see. <laughs> but honestly, sincerely, it looks really, really good. Um, starring Kelvin Harrison, Jr., and uh, he does a fantastic job from what I can see in the trailer. So something that I, uh, I'm, I, I'm definitely going to support. I want you to as well. It'll be in theaters April 21st, which is Friday. And so exciting. Yes, Marcus says Chevalier, Chevalier film looks like it's going to be good. I definitely agree. I would have played the trailer for you guys, but I don't know that you could follow it. So go ahead and Google the trailer on your own. And I'm sure that you will uh, go ahead and like it. DJ Black 909 says no cursing, no sex, no violence, just grown folks music that we can all that we all can relate. I love that. I love that. Talking about Bizzle and talking about these rappers who are really rapping like substance. I love that. Uh, I've heard about the movie Chevalier. I spelled that. No, Mimi, definitely. I've heard about that uh, that film before I saw the trailer. And now that I've seen the trailer, trailer, I am definitely going to go see that as well. So I hope you all do not miss that. Up next, though, <laughs> I always get excited. Y'all like the y'all like my voice when I when I uh, introduce Zoe Williams, the voice of reason. Well, you should because his topics are always fire. His topic tonight. Let's see what he's talking about. It says bet a hundred. Shoot a hundred. Okay. A deeper look at the pros and cons of competition in relationships. See, this is what I'm talking about. Always fire. Listen, been a great show with you guys. TK Trinidad, I'm so appreciative that you called in and gave us your insight. I'm always appreciative to you guys in the comments and those who are listening on the app. Definitely uh, rock with me tomorrow as well. We got another fire show lined up for you. I'm your host, Robin Ayers. Remember, today and every day forward, be a blessing. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.